of faith. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host and my good friend, Devin. And today, we are going to be bringing you our coverage of Invincible Episode 7, titled We Need to Talk. This is the penultimate episode the big episode before the season finale and before we begin today's review you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet and here on youtube so make sure to follow us on and sorry make sure and also make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter um at film optics that is optics with an x for all of our latest announcements Devin, how are you doing my dude it's it's friday I'm about to go back to the movie theater. It's a good Ooh, night. Get over here. Get back to the theater. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that's great stuff, man. You know, we we just tackled one review. Um, if you haven't listened already, our Falcon and the Winter Soldier um episode six review titled One World, One People, our season finale review is now up on the podcast. So you can check that out. Um that episode out is also available up on um up on um ugh. YouTube for everyone to enjoy, but yeah. So you know, we kind of we kind of said hi before, but you know, how, for for those who haven't, you know, how's your week been? <laughs> uh, we made it to Friday. That's all that really matters. Yeah, man. I hear you there, man. It, it's it's a nice weekend. You know, hopefully it's it, hopefully everyone out there is having a good weekend. You know, it's you know, especially for content creators. You know, it's just been. Very, very crazy. Very, very crazy with the amount of coverage for, you know, all these shows that people have been pumping out. And we, we're, we're getting a little bit of a break, I feel like. Um, you know, Mortal Kombat is out this weekend. Like you said, Devin's going to go see it this weekend. I I might do the same thing. It's, it kind of just depends on, you know, if I get this, um, you know, this up and out for people uh, tomorrow. But yeah, let's just dive straight on in. Um, you know, we're going to do our initial, uh, so excuse me, let me back up here a little bit. The way we're going to be, um, you know, covering this review, we're going to be going through our initial reactions of the episode, going down through an episode breakdown. Um, if there's any Easter eggs out there, of course, you know, we like to uh, kind of cover those. And of course, predictions for the season finale, which would be episode eight, and then we'll get into our rating. So initial reaction, Devin, I'm curious about your thoughts of this wonderful episode. I, I gotta say, I wasn't blown away. Like it seems like you were. I was. I, I thought it was I thought it was good, solid, but um definitely wasn't blown away. I do like we finally find out what the hell a robot is doing. Yeah. We finally find out he's he's the thing that's in the tube. He's not building that. He is that. That was that was freaky. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Oh, hold on. His name is Rudy. Rudy. Very deformed little potato looking thing. But other than that, uh, we didn't really learn anything, which does make some sense because we have a finale still. Yeah. So there's gonna be a lot discovered next week. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, as Devin pretty much said, I was I was over the moon when it came to uh, when it came to this episode. You know, it it 
you know, each episode gets more and more tense, like I keep saying, but it's like this. It was just, especially the ending. The ending is what really, really got me. But, you know, I, I really, and I'm not sure if it's, it's the stories is told so well, like everything with Amber and then, you know, Eve and, um, you know, Grayson's parents and just, um, everything that's coming together. I, I do feel like, you know, and I, I feel like we're not going to get all the answers in season one. And I think that's an issue people are starting to have. Uh, what I've noticed a little bit with, you know, we've seen it with WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now this, um, you know, it, it, especially for one season, it's like not everything is going to be answered. Not every story thread is going to be tied up in a ne- nice, neat little bow, um, you know, for season one. And I, and I don't think we're going to get all the answers even in the season finale. Because I, I do assume, you know, we are getting a second season of this. You know, it hasn't been announced yet. But the way how everyone's been reacting to it, it has been fantastic. Um, you know, like you said, with Rudy, um, the ro- Rudy, <laughs> Rudy the robot, um, that, that was kind of a, a surprise to me. Like, it took me a second to put two and two together. It was like, oh, crap, like, that's really, really interesting. But it's it's just the fact, you know, this big secret has been, you know, looming with us this entire season. And it's starting to seep out into the public, and we really see that with um, with uh, Nolan this this episode. And you know, it's his secret's pretty much almost out. We haven't heard the reason why he killed the Guardians of the Globe, but one of them, you know, does come back a little bit with a vengeance. The, the immortal, the immortal, not very immortal, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Wasn't the first episode either. No, he no, he was not. But yeah, my 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 initial reactions is I I'm I'm loving it. I, you know, between this and Falcon Winter Soldier, I definitely look forward to this more every single week. And it just, I mean, the, the animation to compare. Okay, just being rated R makes this like more entertaining. Well, no matter what. not even the fact that it's rated R. I just really like the story here. Yeah, I mean, we we still have you know Grayson. You know, he's not going to master his powers within one season. You know, he is literally, he, he's a late bloomer. He's new to this entire, you know, this entire world of being a superhero, you know, trying to figure out his responsibilities as a person and, you know, who he decides to share his life with. And, you know, we getting into our episode breakdown, we, we kind of, we kind of see that with Amber. 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 She mm. knew for a few mm. weeks now. Mm. She's putting up mm. with his BS. Mm. Mm. I don't like her anymore, Devin. I don't. Nope. Not anymore. It's like I, I kind of get where she's coming from, but I'll, it's just like, you know, he finally he finally works out the courage to tell her that, you know, hey, I'm invincible. And she's like, Yeah, I know. And he's like, What? And it's like that's supposed to be a big moment for him because obviously his friend kind of figured it out, but at the same time, it's it's just like, you know, that, I mean, it's something vulnerable that you're sharing with someone, even though they're not technically together. It's like she just knew and she kind of just shrugged them off. And that's the reaction that I was wondering what the reaction was going to be when he finally does tell Amber, you know, hey, I'm invincible. I'm a superhero. You know, I've been risking my life to keep, you know, humanity safe. And she kind of just shrugs it off like it's just old news. But I mean, I guess that kind of comes from the trope of, you know, we're kind of veering away from, oh, you know, 
you know, Peter, you know, you disappeared during the big explosion or whatever. Like where, where, where were you all that time? And, you know, it, people are, you know, these, these side characters are starting to become self-aware. You know, they're, they're not just idiots. Like when it comes to like Superman, it's like, Oh, he takes off the glasses and he's an old, you know, an entirely different person. He slicks his hair back and it's like, Oh yeah, that's definitely not the same person as Clark Kent, but obviously it is. But you, yeah, you know what I mean? Not, she's not just like some dumb damsel in distress. She yeah. Can like she can use her brain. Yeah. She's not an idiot, which I really, really like, but also fuck you, Emperor. <laughs> well, you did my boy dirty. Come on. Like, no, 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 no. I was like, wow. Well, um, she just like kind of went down a few pegs on my favorite, uh, uh, characters in this, uh, show. So what, what about, what about you? What did you think of, you know, her reaction? Sorry, I just keep thinking about. Did you did you hear it was Zack Snyder's plan for the next Justice League movie? No, with with Lois Lane. Oh, oh, with um, uh, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. I just keep thinking about that and how awful that is. Okay, so people keep saying that's terrible, but it happens. And I can't remember if if it's Batman the animated series or one of the movies or Superman the animated series, but Batman does end up dating Lois Lane for like a little bit. And like, I mean, that that's been around, that is what I'm trying to say. Any, any less dumb, like that just makes both of them look stupid. <laughs> hey, man, Superman can't please can't please your woman. Batman's gonna scoop her up. He's got all the money. I mean, <laughs> Superman's the you know the most the most powerful person in you know in the entire universe or world. But then you got the man with money, and it's like he always come flocking. Just, just flaunt that money. Apparently, she's just a dumb bimbo. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously, you know, that that is not Lois Lane, but so, okay, so you're trying to compare that to... Yeah, I don't know why I thought of that, but uh, um, it it feels like this series does a better job with the the female counterpart mm -hmm. um, character as far as not just falling into tropes. Yeah, and we see that with uh, with um, with Grayson's mom as well, you know, played by Sandra Oh. Because from what I've heard in the comics, she just doesn't figure it out ever or at all. She does later really on, apparently. Cause I watched, but I was in the show. They made her figure out right away. Yeah. She's, she's a smart person. Yeah. I was watching a uh, heavy spoilers, uh, um, video of it. I only got like a few minutes in, but from I was watching that too, then he was starting to get into spoilers and I was like, Oh no, I don't want any of this. Oh, did, did you watch it Cause, before? Cause people, Cause people who read the comics know what's going to happen. Yeah. Intentions. Are oh, I see what you're saying. At all costs. Yeah. So I guess, okay. So I, I was about maybe three minutes in and they were, he was saying that, you know, his, his mother does figure out, you know, um, Nolan's plan, but not until later on. But I guess what he had also said, you know, they're kind of taking bigger moments from the comics and putting them, you know, into the show. It's an adaptation. That's, that's the beauty of adapting comics. You can just pick and choose the best moments and fit them into your narrative and yeah. the story that you want to tell. Yeah. So you don't have to, you know, you have follow to sit there it. and read pointless panels. You can just get to the good <laughs> stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. That too. That's, that's very, very true. But yeah. So I, now that you bring that up, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch the rest of this. I don't know, but man, oh man. So, cause I know, uh, um, uh, Leo and Zach, um, they started reading the comics. So like, they definitely know, you know, something that's up and, and that's, what's great though. You know, these TV shows, holy crap. Um, these, these, uh, TV shows kind of, um, 
they they bring they usher in new fans for sure because and then it kind of yeah i've been trying to piece it together what the deal is with omni man and i have no idea the only thing i can think of is that like he's like he wants to be the strongest person the only thing i can think of is somehow it has something to do with alan the alien because we haven't seen him come back yet alan alien who is that it was uh, the seth rogan character who like visited Earth just for battle, and then Mark went up to greet him. Oh yeah, and that's had, like, a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, just that's the only guess I have. I have no idea. Ah, oh, that's all right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, this, this the entire episode. It's it is this very. I, I love how Cecil. You know, it, oh my god, there's Cecil's just throwing throwing all everything he has at him. Just there's trying to stop him. There was so much going on, dude. And it's like, you know, they, and then Cecil reveals to Nolan, he's like, hey, he's like, by the way, he's like, I know what you did, but I'm just playing dumb, but I'm trying to figure out what your motives are. And, you know, yeah, Cecil's just throwing everything at Nolan. They've already repurposed those cyborgs that Ezra Miller created. (laughs) Oh my God, Ezra Miller. He's still alive, which is unfortunate. Hey man, he, he he's looking pretty rough there. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, yeah, it's just I love how this entire episode everything's woven together. You know, you have you have Grayson. You know, he's trying. You have Mark trying to you know open up to Amber, and then you know that is like officially officially done. Then he kind of runs to Eve, which I think Grayson and Eve will be way better off to be completely honest. And then you know it, you have um. You have Sandra O's character, the mother, and and Nolan having it out and whatnot, and Cecil's trying to get to Mark before Nolan and, does. And, and Donald is is very dead. King of the Hill character Donald is, is very <laughs> dead. All right, he just, P-Man. Like, he just like scrunched his spine through his shirt. Dude, like, what? He tried. Like he knew exactly he was all getting the, all into. All those kills in that scene, they were just they're very Homelander esque. Yeah, when yeah. Nolan finds He's out. Just, faster and stronger than anything he just runs he runs into you and you die that's what it is and it's like everybody knows the stakes that they're doing trying to you know delay omni-man from or nolan from um from being you know from reaching mark because you know it's he obviously wants to tell his family so we know that you know omni-man has this has this um, soft side, at least for his family. He has sympathy, at least for oh, his family. I think he does. I don't know what's going on, dude, but it's just, it's crazy. I mean, the cliffhanger was, par- it was, it was amazing. You know, like we have immortal and, you know, he's coming back and he remembers everything that Nolan did. And then what, what is immortal supposed to be based off of? I don't know. I, I was he, assuming he's another like super. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of does. And then we have the, uh, the other uh, guardians of the globe. Guy getting his uh, powers back, which is pretty interesting. But we also have like the weird, not the uh, kind of yeah, kind of weird uh, love interest between Robot and um, Monster Girl. Yeah. What did you think about that? That's why he took Rex Blood's DNA because he knew that she was that- interested in him, which is weird. It's just all it's all weird because but like it works and it works. Yeah, she's portrayed as a child, but she's really like what in her twenty, like mid twenties. Because of the curse that I think the thing is every single time she uses it, she becomes like a week younger than when she was, which is a very interesting concept. 
so it's i don't know if it works just it's just weird because it's like it's a child like i can't get over that like mentally (laughs) but he's like really into her and wants her to like him but i guess he's also a child now or like a teenager Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. I I guess he is. Well, okay. So when 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 Rudy copied his, so we thought it was just more of a body transfer. But the two cl- the two blue clones, uh, the Mahler twins. Yeah, the Mahler twins. Yeah. Okay, I was just gonna call them the Blue Smurfs. But yeah, the, the Mahler twins. The way they were explaining it, they were saying, you know, it's copying the conscience into that body. So it's not. Yeah necessarily a mind transfer but the fact that they look like he kind of killed off the the former body kind of yeah suffering well yeah and i think the Mahler twins were saying that it works well for them because they look identical so they don't know who's the original honestly the original could have been dead ages ago and you know they're probably just both clones but in this case with rudy or the robot you know, we have this shriveled up little potato thing. Stephen Hawking-esque. Yeah, and then we have this, like, you know, prime a 13-year-old boy specimen over here. You know, he wants to transfer his conscience over. And it's, I mean, it's, but it's, it's a smart way of killing off the original, but he's still alive because it's transferring his conscience over, which is basically the same person. Just it's also a good way of making of keeping Rexplode relevant. Yeah, he was starting to fade away. Yeah, I mean he was kind of the uh, you know the frat boy uh, party hero. You know, it, it, we've kind of seen that you know throughout the the season where um, they're not necessarily working as a team. It's kind of like you know they're they're working quote unquote together, but like they're kind of out for themselves at the same time. They're not working. They're not utilizing their powers to minimize the damage to the city they don't really care but it's it's kind of like their mindset is you know hey we we can, you know, we can do what we want you know without any real repercussions you know they're they're more focused on just beating the bad guys um you know beating the threat but they're not more so focused on saving as many lives as possible like if if there's lives to save in their way they'll do it but they 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 weren't really uh you know utilizing their powers in that way but yeah, yeah Rex Plug was very uh, like I mean I like him as a character and he is kind of just like that party guy like the guy who usually disagrees with everyone like I think he is a fine character I love it how he like freaks out that like Robot was he, he was so casual about it. he's like oh he's like this is what happened he's like you know he lays it all out on the table and then everyone's yeah, I'll, I'll explain why I chose you later yeah it, it's. <laughs> But it's it's it works with Monster Girl because like she she understands she's like oh like he did it for me and you know we see later on when Nolan's you know out there you know Nolan and um and Mark are out there facing like the tentacle monster and whatnot and then Immortal comes kaiju. through the kaiju yeah and then you know Immortal comes through and then Nolan just wrecks the shit all over again and people start to see the real him and everyone's just in shock like we see it. With um and Amber's even tuning in on her on her laptop and um Monster Girl kind of gets afraid and she like holds Rex well, not Rex see I'm doing it um <laughs> Rudy's hand um so I just, it, I just love how the 
Is I guess is it just the government organization that Cecil works for? Is there a name for it, or is it just the government? I do not know off the top of my head. I don't think there is a name. There might be one in the comics, but I might. just I just like so much how they're repurposing like these old foes that Omni Man has faced because they yeah. know they need to have a backup plan. That means they know something that we don't know. That they too, know something deeper. Yeah, and the- they're, this, they're this desperate to try to stop him. Yeah, and and they even get his blood, his uh, Mark's blood. Yeah, Mark's blood, and it's like, and they're not even sure if how attached Mark is to his father because you know when, um, you know their their mom's seeing you know like call, call off the beast and whatnot, and then Eve wants to go in and help. You know everything's super crazy going around, and Cecil's like, no, he's, he's like I, he's like it sucks, but. He's like, I don't know where Mark stands on everything. But the, we see later on in the episode, you know, when <laughs> when Nolan almost gets his eyes like ripped out by <laughs> a mortal. And then, you know, Mark kind of like steps back and he's just. His eyes looked crazy. Yeah. I loved the, j- just the aesthetic. This entire show looks so beautiful. And I, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully, you know, um, if it gets to season two, I'm, I'm excited to see the production value go up. You know, but it, it just looks amazing. It's like, yeah, like it's a cartoon, but like these are real people with like real lives. And for the longest time, you know, the, the whole stereotype of cartoons is like, oh, it's been for kids. And it's like, well, I've watched a lot of anime that begs to differ with that. I've watched a lot of, you know, just or just adult cartoons. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, we have South Park. Um we have American Dad. We have um, Family Guy, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Futurama and whatnot. It is just really, really crazy, crazy out there to think that you know people. A lot of people just dismiss shows like this just for the for the facts that they are animated and they don't even give it a chance. Same, same thing with Spider Verse. Yeah, that too. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's and it's just a style. It is just a style of telling the story. Excuse me, but honestly, I think I think a lot of like more a lot of franchises work better animated. I mean, like I'm I think we are supposed to get like a live action Invincible, which is interesting. But I just kind of like I like how at least for the show, it's not just like the boys all over again because like we've kind of seen that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like. It's it's different. It it works. Like you have more freedom when it's animated. You can literally do whatever you can draw. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely a budget. I mean, per <laughs> season, yeah, like, like solar opposites and the the Hulu budget. <laughs> Dude, that let that gets me every freaking time. That was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's like, dear so and so, please expand the budget for season two so we can have more kick ass scenes. They're like, oh my god, that was the best. Oh, that was a crazy fight I've ever seen in my life. We just see the aftermath. But yeah, th- like, sorry, going off the rails there a little bit. But yeah, going back to this episode, it's it was just I literally was I was glued to my seat as soon as soon as like the very end when you know Mark's like dad and he's like he's like what are you doing like what's going on and he's like son like we 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 need to talk we need to talk and then it just I was like damn it <laughs> oh man I was so pissed man I want I. Never have I ever wanted to watch a second, you know, the season finale for a show, like, right then and there. Like, I just wanted to keep on going. But I respect, you know, the game when it comes to weekly releases because 
we wouldn't be able to do things like we're doing right now if it wasn't for weekly releases. It would just be, you know, one thing we talked about for about like a week or two and then on to the next. But man, it was just so good. But I'm sorry, I've been rambling there for a bit. Was there anything you wanted to kind of cover for this episode? Any likes, dislikes, pros, cons? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if, if there's anything else you wanted to uh you wanted to touch on. It's interesting that the, the Mahler twins escaped. That they didn't get caught by um by Rudy. He just kind of let him go because he had to go off on his own adventure. So they're still out there. Whatever that means. Yeah, I um, we, we still have Titan out there somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna wonder like whatever happened to Titan. He just he played um you know Mark like a violin and just kind of went about his business. Now he's I the think top that's dog. Still my favorite episode. I I think so. I'm just telling well, you. Maybe, maybe one might still be just because it was so shocking. Yeah, but I I don't know. I want to see more battle beasts. That's what I want to see. Yeah, we need more battle beasts. I want to see sure. him come back. You know, round two. Let's go wrecking shit all over again. Maybe maybe he's why Omni Man's doing this. Maybe I I just got to prepare for battle beasts or something. I'm wondering if he just wants to be the sole protector of Earth because he kind of says in this episode where you know it, when he's talking to um to his wife that, you know, it's, he's, 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 you know, what did he say? He's he's like, Oh, he's like, I never needed their help. Like for anything. And it shows how, you know, egotistical he can be. And, you know, he has a big head, but it's just like, come on. Like, dude, I just want to know. I want to know his reasoning. I want, this is so much going on. Mark is still learning. You know, he almost gets eaten by that Kaiju monster. So Yeah. (laughs) It, it is just crazy. I'm I'm just so excited for this. Like I I just want more of it. Like right right now. But uh, let's let's get into scores here. Let, let's wrap this up. We've been talking about this here for a while. So, um, Devin, what would you give um, the rating of Invincible episode seven titled "We Need to Talk"? I'll give it uh, an A minus. Like I mentioned, it didn't blow me away, but it definitely didn't. I didn't really have many complaints. So. Okay. Got the job done. Ready for the finale. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the solid A myself. You know, there's always room for error, you know, at, and I just, man, it's just right off the bat with Amber. I was like, come on, Amber. Like, really? Like, you've known this entire time. And it's like, I get it. You know, he, like, yes, Mark kind of did deserve it because he didn't tell her, but there was a reason why he didn't tell her. And I thought it was a very valid reason. You know, it, everything is coming together. I think this is the best interwoven um, episode we've gotten so far. And it just, it just keeps getting better and better with each episode. In my opinion, honestly, I don't think there, for me, at least there isn't a necessarily I, what I would call like a weak episode that something, nothing really. The, the Mars one was, was weak for me. I, I mean, I, I liked because it, it did move the plot forward because, you know, you kind of get Mark out of, you know, the hair and try and said, you know, investigate Nolan as closely as you can. But um, other than that, it's, it's damn near perfect, man. It, my God, I'm very, very excited. And I really like, I just want to give a shout out to just even in the, the invincible uh, official Twitter, you know, they have been having so much fun 
you know, just connecting with fans about this, you know, you can really tell how excited they are to bring this to the world because these comics have been around for a little bit of time and you know, the, the memes, the posts, everything. It's, it's just great. The, the, the interaction with the fans is just phenomenal. So, you know, well done. Absolutely. But yeah, so that pretty much uh, concludes our episode or our review of Invincible Episode 7 titled, We Need to Talk. So, of course... Do it, do it in your best J.K. Simmons voice. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I, I can't really do it. I want Spider-Man! No, I can't. We need, we need to talk. <laughs> oh, it was like, up. Mark, we need to talk. No, that was... <laughs> Marcus? <laughs> Mark, we need to talk! <laughs> I don't know. It's it's crazy stuff. Cause his voice is so it's so distinct. It's distinct. So distinct. They're like, I mean, I can Spider Man just showed up and he was like, Oh <laughs> hey, I used to work for you. I want Spider Man. Yeah, it's it's hard. Very, very hard. And he's also Detective Gordon. He is. He is Detective Gordon. And it's very true. Um, but <laughs> Man, I, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> okay, you want to talk about weird between Batman and Lois Lane? Did you see the Killing Joke mo- no. movie? <laughs> I'll send you the clip later. We won't talk about it here on the podcast. Well, fuck it, whatever. Batman and uh, Bat and Batgirl uh, hook up. That's normal. <laughs> Just on the middle of the rooftop, banging it out. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is weird. But yeah, it it happened. <laughs> just yeah, Batman and Barbara just getting it on till the break of dawn. But and she was able at that point, she wasn't crippled. No, she was not. This was prior. Yeah. In- interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> I'll send you the clip later. You're gonna be like, uh what? <laughs> but yeah. Um anyway, that concludes like I said, our review today. Um, make sure to check out our Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, season finale, uh, episode six, titled uh, One World, One People. I felt like that title was coming for one of the episodes, at least. But I feel like that is a common somewhat saying um, that they were doing there. But yeah, uh, make sure to check that out. If- check that out and also make sure to check out our um, our new segment here on the podcast titled music city verified it gives us the um it gives me the opportunity to um interview nashville artists here in the area and i had a pleasure to uh, interview one of my really good friends kayla woodson uh an up-and-coming um country music star here in nashville she has a new single that's out titled watch me you should definitely check it out it's on spotify and apple music uh just released um by the time of this recording it'll be re- it has been released for at least a day so um definitely check out the interview here on the podcast that we did with her there was a small little uh intro snippet piece on the music city drive and uh website as well and shadow and bone is also out this weekend so i wrote a re- review for that so check that out over on musiccitydriving.com as well but um i think we're going to do a mortal combat review haven't figured out what day yet but we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that so let's get out of here Devin. and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and make sure to check out the other shows over on musiccitydriving.com and subscribe to our show so you never
never miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one.